Hi, welcome to my podcast, Traumatic Transformations, where we help you find hope, peace, and purpose after a big life change or a traumatic event. I'm your host, Gunjani Patel, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist, trauma specialist, and a neuroscience nerd. Join me as I dive deep into resiliency, post-traumatic growth, and normalize mental health to reduce the stigma associated with it. In each episode, I plan to deliver science-backed, actionable tips and strategies so you can take back the control over your life and be inspired to be the best version of yourself with each day forward. So tune in every Tuesday for a featured guest and every Thursday for a solo episode with me, where we unpack mind, body, brain, and spirit connections related to each episode with the featured guest. Just a quick disclaimer before we begin today. The purpose of this podcast is to inform you, educate you, and raise your awareness. It is not intended to replace any medical advice or professional help seeking that you may need. So please use this information wisely and any opinion that I cast is not to replace any medical advice. And quickly before we start today, I just wanted to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe so you never have to miss an episode. Thank you so much. And if you rate and review, it would really help us with the algorithm so people can easily search the show if they would like. So I would really love to hear your feedback and what you have to say uh, so I can bring you the content that's most fit for you. Thank you so much. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to another brand new episode of Traumatic Transformations. Really appreciate you being here as usual and tuning in. And today I wasn't sure what I was going to do um, in terms of the content that I would bring you after Kiara's episode. I was thinking of emotional intelligence, but I think we had dabbed upon it a little bit. And this is one of the topics that I had been wanting and meaning to discuss for a long time. So today I am going to dive into grief. I know it's a very major, massive um, subject and I could ha- spend hours on talking about it. But that's since that's something that I also find myself specializing in and working with uh, people who've been through a lot of losses, um, I figured I should dab upon it and, you know, speak about this so that my self-healing community of people who are in therapy or are considering therapy or, you know, are just wanting to learn to get through grief because again that is one of the subjects that we don't tend to discuss more often and we all at some point of our lives go through it you know grieving i think is often misconstrued as some some uh, something that we experience when we lose a loved one yes of course it is um but it doesn't have to just stop there I, this episode was actually inspired by a recent connection that i made on my instagram account from with a woman who was grieving the loss of her recently passed very young husband and i just done got done talking with her and thus i had to um speak about this because it just um felt amazing after speaking with her and sort of reminded me of how important it is that we touch upon this subject because at some point of our lives um we go through it and healing from it is a very 
um, not just important, but very necessary part of our journeys. Otherwise, unhealed or unresolved grief can lead into uh, anger, into depression, into anxiety, into complex PTSD, and lots of other um, mental health things that become more and more difficult. And I often find that, you know, when we don't pay attention to our emotions, when they are trying to tell us something, and if we don't attend to them, they only exacerbate, reset, and get worse over time by compounding. So I think it's really important to address what we're feeling in order to be emotionally intelligent being and know, you know, what we're going through, what physical sensations we're feeling as a result of these emotions. What are our emotions trying to tell us and communicate to us so that we can process them? Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's very hard to get through it. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable. But if we don't teach ourselves that when we're presented with an opportunity to overcome it, um, life keeps giving us the same tests over and over. And at some point, we have to learn to resolve, learn and grow from it. So that's something that I've found in my life. So with grieving, one of the things that I would like to start with is normally there are five different stages of grieving that people normally uh, who have been through some losses, very difficult um, losses in terms of, you know, losing a child, losing a spouse, losing someone um, in an accident, an unexpected death of a loved one, or miscarriages, unexpected death of children in a while, in the prenatal phase. Um, you know, all of those things can be very difficult. Um, also, it's very important to know that in my world and my experience of grieving, you know, one of the biggest things that we talk, I'll talk about the stages in a second, but I also want to address that grieving is anything, grieving happens after anything that we lose that we were very emotionally attached to. So it's really important to know that if you felt a connection to something or someone, when you lose that, it causes you to go through the process of grieving. So it's really important to know that, you know, whether you it's your old identity that you are grieving, whether you're grieving the loss of your hair, whether you're grieving a loss of your car or something that you were attached to or home, you know, after a natural disaster, whether you were grieving a loss of, you know, loss after a breakup or a divorce or, you know, the death of your loved one. Um, it's really important to know that, you know, even grieving your old self when a lot of women experience grieving when they become mothers, you know, a lot of times the society expects us to be all happy and amazing and glamorous and great that we have a child. At least we have a child. But sometimes, it, you know, and that's the, that's the language and the culture sometimes we, um, grew up around or at least that, that, that's, that, that was, that was my experience that, you know, um, it's important that we recognize and empathize that when we lose our old self or when we lose something that we felt attached to, we experience and go through grieving. And it's absolutely 
okay to go through that. It's absolutely okay to miss that part of us that or part of something that we felt emotionally intelligent, uh, emotionally attached to. So just know that, you know, when you feel attached to someone and that someone or something isn't there anymore, you're going to experience grieving and grieving is not a linear process. It's a very up and down and a very, you know, fluid process. It's not something that just, oh, one month you're going to go through this stage. Next month you're going to go through this or one day you're going to go through this. In a given day, you go through any of these emotions um, on in a given moment. You know, when, a lot of times people say that when you lose a loved one, the first of everything is very difficult. The first anniversary, the first time you see this or the first time you see something that you guys did together or first time you do something, you know, that um, was an, a dated, marked uh, moment. So it's really important that, you know, you don't put pressure on yourself when it comes to, oh, how long is this going to uh, pass and how long is it going to take and how long, you know, every person's journey is different. Every person's healing is different. So it's important to recognize that when you go through that journey yourself, give yourself time and know that, you know, you take it one day at a time, one step at a time, one baby step forward at a time. It's not about moving on from something or someone, but it's about moving forward and giving yourself that time and that self-compassion. I'm actually going to link a free resource that I created on self-compassion. And it's an amazing guide that that you can use as a tool, as a part of your healing journey. Um, you know, a lot of times we're the harshest on ourselves and we expect everything to be perfect and we expect and want everything to be great all the time. But sometimes that's not a reality. So just know that, you know what, I don't know how long will I be in this state and how long will I feel this, but I will allow myself to feel and overcome and learn from this process so I can be more stronger, I can be more resilient, that I can grow through this process and allow this process to um, teach me things. So some of the things that people tend to experience as a part of grieving is, you know, first thing they experience is, in, in terms of the stages, is shock that this can't be happening. Oh no, is this really happening? No. And then the next stage is denial, um, that it can be happening to us or it can be happening to us now, especially when it's something or someone passing away of someone um, that's very unexpected. And even if it was expect, I mean, you know, things that we lose that we sort of expect that are materialistic, with, but if we felt very attached to it, it we sort of, you know, go through the process of grieving and we find ourselves in denial and, you know, in our heads, just having a difficult time coping with it. Then the next thing is anger. You feel a lot of anger towards yourself or towards the situation or towards a person for leaving you and, you know, for um, leaving you behind in this state. So sometimes one of the things that helps is just 
recognizing and where you feel those emotions, where you feel that anger in your body, where in your body are you carrying that energy and just practicing breath work. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in a second because I'm really excited about this new thing um, that I signed up for, this new modality and this new training that I'm really into and I'm really excited about. But after denial is one of is the bargaining or a negotiation phase where you know if you believe in god you say a lot of times you find yourself in a place where you're like oh my god i'll do whatever you want me to do but please bring him back or please bring her back or you know i will and if it was a breakup or if it was someone who passed away or if it was someone that you know um wronged you or whatever the situation might be that you might be going through in terms of grieving you find yourself in a place where you're just like, oh, I'll do anything if that person only comes back or if that thing only comes back or maybe I could have done this or maybe I could have done that. And a lot of guilt and, you know, self-inflicted suffering um, we go through as a part of this process. And then one of the things that happens after that is depression and just this raw, pure sadness that you feel as a result of that person are not being a part of you and how attached you felt to them. And just notice where you feel that sadness and then allow yourself to um, learn and get, you know, no emotion is supposed to last more than 90 seconds or at a given time or it no emotion lasts forever so no instead of pushing your emotions or denying your emotions or repressing them or running away from them or dissociating from them if you allow yourself to just be in that moment and connect with your center and if you just breathe that moment out and just move that emotional energy out it can be very cathartic the more we keep those feelings in because feel energy, uh, emotions are energy in motion. They are your energy that just gets stuck behind. And emotions are in your subconscious mind, whereas feelings are the perception that we give our emotions. So emotions are our subconscious mind's way of communicating to us that something is off. Pay attention, give it attention, and let it go so that you're not holding on to all of this. So you know, just that deep sadness, just know that I will get through it, but I will allow myself to just feel it and, you know, know that eventually I'll be on the other side. Don't know how long that'll be. So for some, it'll be days, for some, it'll be weeks, for some, it'll be years, but it, it, it will be. There is no timeline. Everyone's timeline of recovering from grief is very different. It's a lifelong process and it's a very intense process uh, for some. So just being mindful that, you know, it's okay that to have those raw, difficult, hard moments um, of loss and recognizing that you're feeling that and allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to cry, allowing yourself to just be in that moment with your sadness and connecting with it and allowing it to just pass by. Otherwise, it's going to exacerbate and get worse over time. The last stage is then acceptance. And, you know, um, again, like I said, all of these phases are very um, inner, almost fluid and very 
mishmash, so to speak. Um, I don't think that's a word, but it's just very interconnected. So it's really important to know that you're going to go through all of these phases in any given time or any given day. And one of the things that I really think that helps with grief is EMDR or EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. They're two separate things. EFT, you can do at home by yourself. There are all these YouTube videos available for it. And it's, it, it helps. Breath work helps. So I am actually, like I was telling you earlier, I'm um, getting trained currently in pause breath work, um, work because I've been hearing so much about breath work and just amazing, amazing healing modality that it is, that it helps to process our emotions, that it helps to, you know, build our immunity, that it helps to rewire our brain. It helps with, you know, processing some of the traumas that we go through. So I've just been hearing amazing things about it. So I signed up for this training and I'm currently undergoing the breath work training. Um, and I can't wait to bring all that work back to you and teach you guys. Um, and I recently also just recreated this community on Facebook for all my traumatic transformations podcast people that tune in weekly and are just all these amazing self-healing people that continue to download my work and write to me and DM me and all this amazing feedback that I receive from you. So thank you so much for tuning in every week. But I encourage you to go on Facebook. It's called Traumatic Transformations um, Facebook group. Uh, I will also link the that in the show notes today. So you can hop on over there and become a part of that amazing community of people who are looking to heal, who are looking to grow, who are looking to be emotionally intelligent and consciously and intentionally live and get through some of the things that they're going through, but coming out of on it on the other end and really making a big impact on other people. So I really, really appreciate you all. And um, one of the ways that, so EFT helps with grieving, um, you know, just addressing your emotions and not repressing them or denying them or disassociating with them can really help. And just allowing yourself, just be, being gracious to yourself that, you know what, um, this tragedy has happened. I feel really sad or I feel in denial. I feel I don't want to accept it. I miss the person. I miss the thing. I miss whatever it is that you are grieving and whatever feelings, I feel anxious. I feel numb. I feel really overwhelmed. I feel whatever it is that you're feeling, name your feelings and just do some breath work around it. Do some journaling, do some meditation, do, you know, seek professional help if you have access to professional help. I personally find a lot of do myself doing a lot of EMDR with my grieving clients and patients. And I find that to be quite helpful um, because a lot of times, with grieving, you know, um, it's really very, some, some emotions can be more intense than others. So it's really important also to have a good supportive community to help you get through that and know that, you know what, it's going to take time. Uh, some days I will be a complete hot mess. Some days will be roller coaster. There will be good mornings and bad nights or 
good nights and bad mornings or, you know, vice versa. It would, it's a process. It's going to take time. And I am going to be gentle towards myself. Um, because a lot of times when you don't use your emotions and you work through them, don't work through them, it really comes out in very negative ways, such as, you know, um, addictions or use of vices, such as sex or gambling or, you know, whatever it may be, just to feel connected and not so empty inside. So if you, it, it's hard in the beginning, but if you do it with other people who have been through it, or if you become a part of community that, that offers you that home or that place where you feel that you belong when you've lost someone or something that was very near and dear to you, um, can really, really, really help because it's really hard when you go through it alone. It's easier when you get through it with others in your um, corner that can allow you to be yourself, can allow you to have your bad moments. And, you know, um, just taking it one day at a time and taking it slow and taking it easy and being more self-compassionate. So I really, for anyone who is going, and especially this year has been difficult. So I know, you know, I know that a lot of us are grieving the loss of our old life, the loss of our, you know, old normal that we used to feel. And it's, it's hard. So just know that, you know what, it, it's not going to last forever. It's not going to be your new reality, but for right now, you're going through a big change and allow yourself that flexibility Allow yourself to have those bad moments. Allow yourself to not feel well and know that at some point you will get through it with the help of others and heal through it. When you name your emotions that you are feeling, you allow yourself to heal and move forward. When you feel the emotions and you do all the things that I mentioned before, all the tips that I gave you before, it really makes a huge difference and help you move forward. So I really, really hope that, you know, this resonated with you and gave you some insight into how to work through grief and what grief can do. Again, I wanted to keep it short, so um, I didn't get into it too much, but I would, I hope that this was helpful to you. And I always love, love, love hearing from you. So if this episode resonated with you, please be so kind and leave us a read and review so we can continue the longevity of the show and, you know, others who are going through this process can find us. So thank you so much for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And I, if you're going through this process, I send you lots of love and lots of light and lots and lots and lots of virtual energetic hug. I just send you all this love so that you feel comforted in this moment. And I'm so sorry that you are going through this if you are uh, or if you have been through this. And I um, hope that you heal from this and um, are feeling supported through this. I will link my Facebook community below. So you're more than welcome to join it. And you're very welcome um, to be a part of our world because you don't have to go through it alone. Thank you and catch you next time.